Welcome back to Rune of Ash Reach with your girl, Ashley. I know it's been a hot little minute since our last episode, but, you know, life gets in the way and shit happens. So anyway, this week we're back with the rest of the adventures of Amina al-Sarafi and I finished it. Yes, I finished it. Um... You know, so much time had passed. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to finish it. And we'll talk about the entire book together. So here we are. So before we hop into the recap, review, whatever you want to call it, thoughts, opinions, um, let's just catch up a little bit. So I've been playing Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy and it's been going great. I love it so much. Um I'm not a big gamer person, but I can tell that this is just a beautifully designed game. Like every single piece feels like so much thought was put into it. You can just tell that fans of Harry Potter made this. Every single part of the castle. It's just phenomenal. I'm really really enjoying it. Uh, I, I believe I'm like a level 12, but I have no idea. So right now I'm currently, I'm in Gryffindor and I'm currently on the quest to finish Jackdaw, whatever that is. I think that's where I'm at. No, no, no. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm definitely past that because... I'm, I've met both of the original people who can see ancient magic, whoever they are. So that's where I'm at in that. I'm really excited, just taking my time with it. And yeah, I'm loving it. And I know we've all heard by now that Harry Potter is going to be getting a show on the new HBO streaming platform, Max. And I am very excited about it, but also a little apprehensive because part of me is like, yes, bring me back to Harry Potter. The more Harry Potter, the better. Give it to me. I'll absorb it. But the other part of me is like, no, not enough time has gone past yet. Like, I'm not ready. Pineapples. But I also would love to see the parts that were left out in the movie one thing i didn't realize as someone who watched the movies the first time is is that it's difficult it was kind of difficult to follow along with the movie if you never read the books before because i had read the books i can kind of fill in the gaps of the movie but i never realized until I was watching it with my boyfriend and he had all these questions and I was like, oh, I guess you wouldn't know that because this is just in the movie. This is a movieism. It's not part of the book. So it'd be really, really cool to get some of those parts like Peeves and um, more of like Ron's funny lines and a better Ginny. No shade to Bonnie Wright, but they just did not do Jenny justice. So I would love to see more of that. I guess I also was hoping to see a different story come out of 
the Wizarding World. Like, yes, we got Fantastic Beasts, but they botched that shit. So I was hoping maybe we could get, like, a Marauders or, I don't know, Original Order of the Phoenix, something. But, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And we know that Harry Potter works, so why not recast Harry Potter? I would love to see Alan Rickman as Snape. Don't know if they're going to do that because I know in the movies they originally only stuck with British actors. So maybe they're going to do the same thing. Wait, did I just say Alan Rickman? Oh my God. That is not what I meant, y'all. Um, What's his name? Hold on. Guys, I was thinking of Adam fucking Driver. I would love to see Adam Driver play Snape. I think he would be scrumdiddlyumptious as a Snape. And it would also be cool to see those actors cast closer to their real ages because um, Snape was about 30 in the first Harry Potter book, if my math is mathing correctly. So they should have been like in their 30s. And I know that they bumped the ages of everybody up because they wanted Alan Rickman, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious to see what that casting will look like. And if anybody we know is going to return back from their, from the original movies, if anybody is going to return. So anyway, let's get into the adventures of Amina Al-Sarafi. So these are my final thoughts. I mean, this book was beautifully written like i i have no complaints there is nothing about this book that i did not like the descriptions were just so lush and beautiful like the world that the author created was so vivid in my mind through the description it's it felt very like i don't know i just felt like i could i was there like it just the writing was beautiful the pacing was beautiful like this is a pretty quick turnaround on this book it's not the longest journey ever and there's really no downtime like once the story starts to go they're fucking moving and I love that. Like, there is action from the start. Like, this is, like, an attention, a book that holds your attention, which I love. So I'm definitely going to have to read the City of Brass trilogy now. Even though it's been recommended, 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 I still have not done it. Yes, don't come for me. I know I'm late to the game, but at least I read this one on time. Okay. So let's talk about this big kicker. First of all, nobody told me that the Liga Bigatiga was going to be represented in this book. Okay? I, the Dunya equals Jamal plot twist, I did not see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I do not know. Like, I, I think, I'm pretty sure I was like open mouth when I read that. And even as Dunya was telling Amina how, you know, she felt like 
she was not a girl or female, however you want to say that. I still did not put it together there with Jamal. So her conversations with Jamal throughout the book, finding that out just made it 10 times better because like she becomes almost a parental figure to Dunya because Dunya, this is the first person who is allowing Dunya to be Jamal. So that was amazing. Like I did not see that coming at all. I did not see that coming at all. Um, another thing that I really, really appreciated about this book was just the historical accuracy, accuracy, um, honestly, the accuracy of all of it, the historical accuracy, the accuracy of the religious conflicts that would have been happening at that time period, uh, geography and life on a ship. I was reading the the author's note at the end where she's talking about how she did so much research about what it was like to be on a ship. And I felt like as a reader, I could pick that up, which is pretty great. And it was just such a seamless blending of history and magic. And I just, I loved it so much. I really, really loved it. Um, when Amina almost died again for the last time and she floated up on Perry Island and there's these like crazy looking bird humanoid people things and like these demons and stuff also did not see that coming and I cannot believe that Amina became a transgression so now like the whole story just keeps building and building and building and it reaches a crescendo and you think that that's it. We're going to come back down conflict resolution, right? No, we hit the climax and she's like, haha, just kidding. Here's more. So I just know that we're going to get more adventures. I mean, it's adventures, plural. So we're definitely going to get more and I'm definitely excited about it. Um, one of the questions I had when is Rakesh going to find out about Marjana? I cannot believe that they went this whole freaking book and he did not find out. Um, wild. And speaking of Marjana, I really hope that she gets on these boats for some of these adventures in the future. I really hope that Amina brings her with her. Obviously, not the dangerous one, but what if she's a little badass too? What if she's got powers or some shit? How dope would that be? So I'm going to have to say that my favorite character in this book had to be Delilah. She is just quick with it, right? She's, she's got always got to come back, something smart to say. She basically forced her way into Amina's life and was like, what are you going to do about it? She's great. She's definitely my favorite character. I love how Amina is low-key scared of her. That she's the best. Um I I don't know. This is just such a well-written book to have a uh, a female pirate who's in her 40s, I believe. So she's 
40s, 50s, she's retired, she's settling down, and she does not conform to any societal norm that we have, right? She's a bad bitch. She commandeers her own boat, takes men on her own on their own missions. Just what ceiling, you know? She's amazing and I all while being a mom. So this is pretty cool and fulfilling her dreams because she really did want to be you know a legend a, not a hero but she wanted to be a legend like she wanted her name to be known so why can't you do all these things that you love and still be a mom i don't know this is just i really don't know what to say except go read this fucking book if you have not read this book i really don't know what you're doing so let's head on over to goodreads right now and see what you guys are saying about it okay so i'm looking at the goodreads page and it has a 4.34 and i i'll say that because you know nothing's perfect although this is pretty fucking close let's see we've got a one star review on here because they dnf'd it at 29 percent of the way through which fine but don't give it a one star if you didn't get at least most of the way through the book and they said the pacing was too slow so i don't know if that's worth a one star personally i probably just wouldn't review it um i would say you gotta get through at least 50 percent of the book so a lot of these comments are complaining about amina and her sense of humor but isn't that the point that she has like a very sarcastic dry not dry but a very sarcastic witty like sense of humor she's a pirate has no one seen like pirates of the caribbean they all have like one-liners and little quips and stuff here or there so i don't know i i wouldn't agree there at all and then some people are complaining about the historical accuracy. I mean, it's still, hi, it's still a, uh, oh no, somebody, oh, this is awful. Somebody compared it to Aladdin. So I don't know, it's a little racist to me. But overall, five stars, no complaints. I really enjoyed this book. I can't wait for more. Um, I would love to get to know Jamal a little bit better. I'm assuming that we're going to be referring to Jamal as Jamal from now on. I would love to get to know Jamal more. I would love to know why Jamal's dad made a deal with Rakesh and how exactly it went so wrong because i don't feel like that was explained entirely now if i'm wrong please correct me on that but i feel like i'm missing pieces to that story um or we as a reader are missing pieces to that story um one thing i can say i didn't really like was how when amina admitted to her friends that she felt like she was the one 
who was responsible for um, the death. So the one thing I didn't really feel like it was explained very well was when Amina admitted to her friends that she felt like Asif's death was her fault. I didn't realize that it was just because she had she felt that way because she invited Rakesh on the boat. I definitely thought that it was going to be something a little bit more involved in that. I definitely thought it was going to be like maybe they went on a mission and he died. Um, but it sounded like he kind of made his own deal with Rakesh and he died because of that. But perhaps I got something mixed up so just let me know if that's not true i don't know i'm gonna say i'm gonna give this five meows this was fantastic i loved it i loved it i can't wait for the next one all right well that was our review of the adventures of amina al-sarafi thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of rune of ash reads and if you have any thoughts about this week's book please let me know over on my instagram at rune of ash r-u-n-e-o-f-a-s-h all right See you guys later. Bye.